Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another Strompcast podcast. I'm not, that sounded weird. My bad. I'm not normally doing this. Welcome back to another Strompcast. We're teasing. Number 192. <laughs> yeah, facts. Um, yeah, another big win. Sporting uh, kind of top of the league, but not really. Bovist is on top. But uh, before we get into that, let's start off with the panel. Starting off with my man, Chris. Chris, how's it going, bro? I'm doing good, man. Yeah, uh, nice result this weekend. I mean, pretty much every single one of these big three, four games, uh, if you want to include Braga, has been a has been a nail biter for all of them. So, is yep. this the season uh, of you know like very equal, more or more equalness in the league? Just a coincidence? Uh, I don't know, but uh, I do know that the Casapia is a quality side, and um, who knows how good they could be? You know, with a with a stadium and a, and a home field advantage. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we t- we took care of business, and we will talk about the uh, controversy that went along with it. <laughs> exactly. Um, but before we get into that, let me also pass off to my man Rich. Rich, how's it going, bro? I'm good. I'm very good. It's a nice win. A uh, good way to kind of cap off a week. But uh, I guess a little dubious. I think we can admit that a little dubious of a win. But we've had we've had those calls not go our way too plenty of times. So sometimes it goes in your favor. Sometimes it doesn't. Uh, as the kids say, a win's a win. <laughs> Facts, and that's all that matters. Yeah. And, uh, of course, you know, give me a follow right there. And shout-out Sam. Sam couldn't just make it today. So, uh, but, yeah, shout-out to Sam. Nonetheless, boys, let's jump right into it before going into anything else. Let me just quickly bring up the 11 here, which was as followed. Um, we had Adhaninet. Um, we had Diomande, Kwatsu, and Inasu keeping their spot in the back line. Uh, swapping our uh, fullbacks from the last game, we had Ishigayu and Nunusense coming in, both of them with assists. Then we had Boate uh, Murita in the midfield, no Bregansa because of the head injury he sustained the last game. And then uh, Marcus Edwards, Paul Lingu, and Gyokeres up front. Substitutions of Matheus Reis, uh, Jenny, uh, debut of uh, Hulman. Is that how you pronounce it, boys? Hulman. Hulman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then Matus Fernandes and uh, Trincao, um in garbage time. Quite, yeah, um, like cameos, basically. Facts. Uh, Rich, I'll start off with you, dude. What were your thoughts? I'll start with Chris. I missed the first half because of work. Okay, Chris, I'll start <laughs> off with you, bro. I give you a great second half um, analysis, but not first half. <laughs> I, uh, I guess like the the first the the initial goal, which ended up being the controversy goal. Yeah. Um, was on three minutes. I mean, it was basically Sporting's first chance. Yeah. Our man, Yoqueres, bro, just runs it down in the channel. Uh, doesn't look like he – at least like two to three times a game, it looks like the center back should get to the ball first, but then he yeah. just gets to the ball first because he's a fucking machine. Um, he plays a decent ball across. It goes all the way through. Our man, as Gallo, collects and, and delivers uh, for an assist. Uh, three minutes. I feel like that wasn't talked about enough. As Gaio starts, boom, assist in three minutes. I mean, facts. Yeah, <laughs> offside or not, facts. Yeah, yeah, sure. Get to the uh, we need to talk about that. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I, after that, like, um, it obviously like allowed us to play more freely. I would say for the first like thirty minutes, um, Yolquera's continuously was dangerous, um. Obviously, I just think that we we had the better of the play. As the half kind of went on, Casapia 
sort of was growing into the game. Uh, that Godwin guy was constantly dangerous. Um, Clayton, even um, the uh, the Japanese winger Soma, Yuki Soma, I believe his name is. He was a bit more wasteful in my opinion, but he was still constantly in dangerous positions, I'll be honest. He had a bit more quality. Maybe they even tied this game in the first half. Um, they picked right off when they left off. They scored pretty early into the second half. We can talk about the goal, who's at fault. Um, so, so I saw that Sam Sam had posted the thanks for the memories, Kawhi's played time to go. I mean, I kind of feel the same way, honestly, after watching the first two games. I'm not saying the goal was his fault or anything. He's just seems slower, man. He just looks slower. He, he, he looks like he's moving at, like everyone's moving at normal he's, speed. He's moving at point like seven. He's turning five. it over more. Yeah. He's like, he would used to stick his foot in and just like almost always get it. Now it's, I don't know. It just, it seems like, it feels like a bit, like a big drop off from last year. Enough that it's like, oh shit. Uh, maybe he's not it, like an everyday starter type yeah. player this it's season. The, it's the falling for that goal, I think. That, that's yeah, that's Monde, what makes it hurt more. doesn't do anybody any favors. No, like, it's no. his fault, really. And yeah, Adon is not doing himself any favors coming out and like also. somehow making himself smaller as he's sliding yeah. out. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, kind of a, it's kind of a catastrophe. Adon and Kawats, I'm going to be honest, I don't think they're going anywhere. So I think that they're going to be – Key figures this season, so we're gonna have to just deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that in the end, it was a deserved result, a sweated result. But I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I think this is one of the best teams outside of the top four in the league. I don't even think that's yeah. a controversial statement. Yeah. Um, so, you know, wasn't easy to get three points, especially. I mean, it's on the road, road kind of. It's close to Lisbon, and it's not even their actual home, so it's like a fake. They haven't had an actual home since they were in like second division. Yeah, yeah, like, sadly. They're never getting home. Yeah, they it's tough. That's tough for them. Um but I mean we had we ended up honestly probably benefiting from the home field advantage, probably like three quarters of the stadium ended up being sporting fans, greater Lisbon area. Mm-hmm. Um it helped. Um a lot of games in the north this season, so um yeah, I guess it's yeah. good to have away games somewhat close to home. No uh, island games this season too. No island games. Exactly. No island games at all. All the Islanders are uh, are back down with the pheasants. And a so few more, I, or at least one more trip down south. You know, the normal. Usually it's at least the one to Portimonis. Yeah, we got Fres again. Not bad. At least the boys can go to Algarve again. They do love it out there. You know. <laughs> they always seem to pick up points in Algarve too. So that's always a nice thing. Yeah. So I mean, just I guess it's just a wrap. Um, I think it's a deserved result. Um, it's a hard fought win. Um, I, I, I guess I will note that Jenny Katamo did look pretty explosive off the bench. Um, yeah. Seems like that's probably a better way. I mean, we used to say like Edwards is probably better off the bench against tired legs. I feel like the same is probably true for him. Um, I think he's going to do most of his damage as a sub. But, I mean, it, it, is, it is becoming very increasingly clear why he has passed many others in the depth chart and actually found his way onto the field. Rambling, which is something that a lot of these other young players can't say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Rich, I'll pass it off to you as uh, next, but without getting too much into the controversy, because obviously, we'll yeah, be- we're gonna dive into that. We'll I dive think. into that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I thought. I mean, we all kind of predicted last week that it was gonna be a very close game. I think we all had like 
one nil and two one in the predictions, uh, and it proved to be right. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Casapia looked good for a team that has no home. Like they, they're a tough team to go and play against when they're home, so to speak. But yeah, I, I agree with Chris. They're probably one of the better teams outside of the the top four. I think it'd be them, and maybe Aruko would probably be one of the other ones that I would look at. Although Bobisha looks pretty good this year so far. Surprisingly, uh, off field, off field, somehow, chaos. <laughs> yeah, crazy. <laughs> not, notwithstanding, mind you, but yeah, I thought I thought it was good. I I liked uh, Katamo off the bench. Yeah, uh, Hulman I thought looked okay. It was a, it was a cameo. There wasn't much for him to really do. Yeah. He just looked uh, really calm on the ball. Like yeah, that, no, that was assuring. Like he, he looked look effortless. Of, he looked he effortless didn't look out of place. Just yeah. He didn't have enough. He didn't really get much time to shine. Really, right? Yeah, exactly. But he looked. He didn't look like everything I saw from him was like assuring. Like okay, he seems fine. Like he's not made any grand mistakes. He's not doing anything typical to stand out. But fair enough. This was on uh, my end. On on just that quickly. Yeah. Uh, I'm in, I'm like expecting like some sort of enforcer. Like some like brick in the midfield and I didn't see it this game so I was a little worried but you're right it was like what 20 minutes 25 minutes it's 20 minutes and like he's he's been with the team for like a week yeah exactly barely been training like exactly you know so I'm not too worried either but I just wanted to throw that out there I was expecting some like he came on I was like okay bro we're about to see some crazy fucking two foot we've heard a lot of hype about him right like oh yeah but yeah, I, you gotta keep in mind he didn't like Joker uh, has had like almost a whole preseason to adapt, yeah, right? Exactly. Like Hulman's had like a week, <laughs> and they're already in the season. So you gotta give him, yeah. you gotta give him a bit of a bit of slack for sure. Uh, just uh, Saint Juice to have this season come back. Otherwise, we should sell him. I would love for Saint Juice to come back 100, percent but I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, that, I think money. that solves our that solves our Quats problem. It solves your yeah, it solves your whole you center back problem right in there. The middle. Even though Diamante was imperfect. But. Well, when, when St. Juice is healthy, like we've seen, he's one of, if not the best center back on this team. It's just In the, the, league, poor guy can't catch a break. the poor guy can't catch a break. Like, yeah. So you feel bad. Uh, from and this the, game, as we kind of briefly touched on on the last pod, like, we don't know when he's coming back. Like, no, we don't know. We still know if he actually has It surgery might not even not. be in the calendar year 2023. Yeah. We don't know if he's going to be crazy. Has it been confirmed if he actually had surgery? Like, we still don't know. I don't know. I didn't hear it. Jesus, they just, fair enough. Usually, someone leaks this by now, or they've come out with that, so they've kept it pretty. Yeah, close, respect close to them for the keeping this like confidential. The I fact know. that they haven't come yeah. out and say anything, and the fact that no one's leaked it, like that's yeah. impressive. Like yeah, you don't get that <laughs> for any for any team for any team that does not happen very often. There's always some stooge that leaks something. Stealth surgery, some, bro. Some <laughs> weird shit. I'm hoping if it was a surgery, it's just like. They had to go in, do a scope, clean up his knee, like we said, but we'll see. Um, yeah, it's good to see Paulinho on the score sheet twice. Sam must yeah. have just been jumping through walls and going ballistic, but it was nice mm-hmm. to see him. I think uh, the Jokera's uh, arrival maybe lit a fire under him. Who knows? But happy to see that we have at least two strikers that are, if not scoring, creating lots of chances. And How, what did you there. What did you think about like them playing? Three at the front with like, uh, I mean, I'll be honest. It seemed like Yoquetas was the one that was drifting out wide more. Yeah, as, yeah as, he seemed to be he as. seemed to be more at yeah. wide. While Paulinho, to me, it looked like on on first inspection was kind of drifting more centrally. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that, but it's, kind of it suited Yoquetas. I mean, he just he loves chasing down the channel. So I mean, it, he gives it, me yeah. he gives me Tiago Tomas vibe where he just run like in a good way where Tiago Tomas will run his ass off. Yeah. <clears> he'll 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 chase down every ball. 
Now, Tiag Tomas also suffered from I'm out of position a lot, so I got to run to get back into position. But yeah. he would chase, but on the good end, like he was busting his ass to run to every loose ball. And I get the same vibe from Jokeras in that in that sense. I I think if if it keeps working, you keep getting results, and they keep playing relatively well, I'm fine with rolling the two of them in a front three. Like it doesn't doesn't bother me none. Now that might change as Coolman gets more acquainted to the team and starts getting more midfield minutes. You probably end up shifting Pot back up to the wing unless you decide to roll with him in midfield and Marita shifts the bench. Although I would bet on the former rather on the, the former rather than the latter. Mm-hmm. There um, is some players this season who are going to have make or break seasons in my opinion. I think the arrival yes. of Humlin makes this a make or break season for Daniel Bragansa. Yes. I think this is a make or break season for Marcus Edwards as well. Mm-hmm. Um uh, I would agree with that. I yeah. think well not make or break but like they either it's make, a, it's they a, either make have, the jump or they year. like you know they make a downgrade. Bragansa's next move is a permanent move to Vizela. It's 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 not like a it's not it's not going to be an upgrade. It's not, it's you be know, like moving to Real Madrid or something. You know? It's going to be a downgrade to like a lateral move at best. Yeah. So he's got a you know, and it's it's not entirely his fault. Like he's been hurt. So you know, you feel you feel for the guy, but yeah, I think. And now he just uh, has his the second most here. expensive player kind of plays his position that we've just signed. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So he's going to have to now. He did train with the team today, so that that is something. Uh, but back back to this game, no real complaints. It would have been nice to not keep it as close. I know we're going to get into the offside goal uh, in a bit, so I won't touch too much on that. Um, yeah, a win's a win. At the end of the day, I will take it. You, collect, you know, we have a relatively tame outside of Braga, like a, a relatively tame for like a month and a half, two months. So spam the points now, especially if, uh, if every week's going to be a close game, not just with us, but with all the kind of of the top four, like everyone's had a pretty close or pretty chaotic game in these first two weeks. So, exactly. So, you know, we'll take them and uh, yeah, we move. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for myself really quickly, I liked, I think Paulinho is going to benefit a lot if we play this two striker um, sort of thing. Cause Jokeris mm-hmm. will be the, uh, or Jokeris, whatever his name is. They'll be the, uh, the focal point of our, like of, of, the defenders like focus right i think yeah, as well just to cut you good. off it takes yeah. pressure off of each other if they're both out of there. course yeah you don't have to sit there and say well paulinho's the main striker or playing today he's got a score you have two guys out there so it alleviates some of that that fan pressured expectation off of both guys which i think yeah. is just a good thing for them both mentally especially for paulinho because we see yeah. him, like he struggles on that right mm. um yeah i mean nothing more to say other than that like uh um, Murita hasn't really like impressed me so far this season. I I when think that this was his worst game in in, yeah, in a while. In a while, I agree. It I happens. Agree. It happens, but sure. it's not exactly the greatest time to have that happen when there's never been more competition in the midfield than there is right mm-hmm. now. Exactly, and and like even like the Bragança shouts that we were saying earlier, like I can see Bragança and Hulman like dominating that midfield for for you know. The rest of the season, hopefully, if Bragança can find his feet, because that first that first half um, against um, who was it again that we played last week? Um, Vizela. Vizela, yes, that first half was incredible, and, and Bragança was like important for that, so um, that can't be forgotten. Edwards, I think we'll we'll touch on it later on in terms of this rumor that kind of doesn't want to die, but um, 
I don't know, man. Like I have not been impressed with him at all so far since the preseason. Yeah, he's started, been he's so. been a bit of, a bit lackluster. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah, I feel like Diomande and Adan have to share fault for for that goal. Diomande plays him on side stupidly. Like, why are we not? And Adan just doesn't in the line. And then yeah, Adan is just fucking useless. Um, just want to mention like something we said on the our group chat like yesterday. Um, like. How is guys like Luis Philippe um, or, or not Luis Philippe? Sorry, Luis Junior uh, from Famalicão, the boy from Morocco that's about to go to Benfica. Like, how are they not getting even? A look uh, at team, I saw right? like, today it was uh, Livakovic from Croatia. I'm like, man, even yeah, like, he's going what, to seven, eight. I think it's going to be anywhere between like seven and ten million. I'm like, man, like we yeah. could. I mean, if we got one more decent transfer, like, we could easily make that move, and I'd be happy with it. Yeah, exactly. Like, where, just, where's he going? Either, he's not even going to like any special team, isn't he? He's going to Turkey, I think, isn't he? Yeah, to Galler, Fenerbahce. Gal- I think it's Galatas. I think it's a Galatas. Galatas has been moving this transfer window. Yeah, they've been going crazy. Um, yeah, even like I think his price tag was rumored to be like seven to ten million euros. Like, man, like that, I'd pay that for like a, like a bona fide starting goalie in a heartbeat, 100%. like twice on Sundays. I'd take that. It <laughs> and was then a you have. Mont- it was a monster during the World Cup, and you're bouncing up on guys like that. That's what that's what frustrates me about the goaltending situation. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a good keeper, and yeah. in his prime right now, he's like 27, 28. Like, yeah, you can have him for like five years. We can sell him still and make a profit off of him. So, I, I yeah, I'm with you there. I, I don't understand that. Yeah. But um, but anyways, I digress. Let's move on to the uh to the controversial call. I had the images here. Let me just quickly pull it up. Don't play video. We'll get flagged. Sport TV will flag our asses so quick. I got you. <laughs> they still flagged us for our uh, our Al Kachet video. I think. <laughs> Good for them, man. Good for them. Like, I respect <laughs> them. We still we cut the we cut their word mark and shit out. I think or Sam did, and we still got flagged by them. And I think them and CMTV flagged us. But screw you guys. <laughs> <laughs> CMTV is the biggest fucking. Oh, they're they're too busy. They're wanting to talk, playing a pirated stream. Yeah, that was freaking... incredible content. Yeah. That was that was a good <laughs> day to be on the internet. I will <laughs> and then like they got called out, so all they all they did was just like zoom it in more, so you couldn't see like the ads on the side. But it like caught off the scoreboard. In, like, on the <laughs> stuff. I'm like, man, that's bro. I got streams that aren't even that like down bad. <laughs> Let me see. Let me know if you guys see that. All zoom right. it in a little bit more if you can. Oh, like, yeah. If you can zoom no, in a tad more. Let's see. Does this do any difference? I don't think it does. That's I think the doing... background just zooms Yeah, it's just yeah, the just background. background. Yeah. So, right? Oh, so, right. once more. No big deal. And you should be good. But, yeah, that's, that's about as good as it's going to get. Anyways, nine centimeters offside. Um, this first, is a good one. First off, how, how does something like this happen? Yeah. Yeah, let, let me tell you how. I didn't see the foot either. Like you, you kind of missed. The I can't see the foot. I saw the foot instantly. I saw the foot instantly, and I was like, "Wow, this might be off." Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. And then it wasn't. I was like, "Oh shit, we're good." Because it, it here's the thing. Like, I think the the, the a line from the Casapia player is drawn on his leg or knee, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, it kind of looks like to the naked eye that his shoulder is further back than his knee. Like, let me even... I can get that. I'm, I'm looking with my... I don't really... Maybe if you pull it up on Twitter and then, like, zoom in on it. No, I have it here. I just don't okay. want to... Right here. Because, yeah, it's... On first glance, I'm like... Because I'm like I saw that close. foot, and it, it gave me concern immediately on the first replay. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. On first... Foot. See, on first glance, when I 
watch because it goes by quick. I'm thinking nothing of it. And then when you see the slow-mo, you're like, ooh, that's going to be really tight. Like, he might just be on or he might just be off. Here's the thing, though. I am on the record of saying any decision under 10 CM should not be altered. It's a joke. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Um, so I, I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Like, even with point. the nine, is it the right body part? Again, this yeah. isn't a exactly perfect angle. I'm I say not, we. I say it's we. Not a bad line. It's not a bad. Line. It's not a bad angle. But again, it's not a perfect angle. So I'm gonna be honest. Even with that line, I in my perfect world, this goal isn't being overturned. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I obviously like, I, I like. Like on the news and stuff, like they love, they love this shit, right? It's like, yeah. They're, oh, they're, it's cannon fodder. This is, they yeah, were, this is, this is a prod two guy. This is absolutely catnip. But like, I just, I, I really, I really, really don't think that it is like even a bad decision. Don't hit play. No, I'm not begging you not to hit play. I'm getting back to this. Okay, okay we're good. We're yeah. good. We're good. I know what um, I'm doing. It's <laughs> better. Uh yeah, I'm kind of with Chris. Like anything under like anything like ten centimeters or under, like you're you're being kind of harsh. Uh, I've also just been in favor of fucking scrap the offside rule. Like and and for the people complaining, well, someone's gonna be at that, and they've got eleven guys. You got eleven guys. <laughs> you, like that's you crazy. Got, you got the same amount of dudes on the field. That's you can figure, you can put a guy on them. <laughs> it would make the end of games crazy. Yeah, it would make the end of games amazing. <laughs> Bear cherry picking, man. You would just, oh, it would I'm just so be sure. launching into the 18 with like heads and, and just bodies <laughs> in there. I'll tell you one thing, bro. Watch the counter. Bowls, but the thing bro. is, counterattacks would be amazing. <laughs> You'd be looking like the end of that fucking Inter Miami national final. There's like just six oh, counterattacks at the end. <laughs> Back and forth. <laughs> Um, I mean, I'm with you as well, right? I think it was even uh, uh, Connor Murphy. Connor Murphy. Con Murphy. Con yeah. Murphy. Yeah. Connor. Anyways, um, that was even the one telling us like the lines can be easily manipulated within ten centimeters, right? So we've been we've been on record saying this. I find it kind of ridiculous the fi- the rival fans coming out saying like this is like such an obvious error, blah, blah, blah. When people watching it, I don't know, like, how many people actually did pick. Chris, my, you might be the only, like, one of the only, like, <laughs> 10 people watching this game that had picked up on the floor. I'm going to be honest. I think it's because his cleat was white. You know, maybe yeah. if it was a different yeah. color, it wouldn't have If it was, like, so black, we can easily yeah. say it's, like, the yeah. other player's legs or some shit You like wouldn't that. know for sure, yeah. But because it's such a yeah. bright color, it's like, it's like, oh, shit, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're, I'm so sick and tired of this rule. I feel like most fans are so, like, I've complained about this VAR ruling a million times, like how like a toenail can be offside and we're calling it. Mm-hmm. So for everybody to be up in arms about nine centimeters, like. And I'm gonna be honest, if this was a, another team, like I, 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 I like to think I would have the same take, you know? Yeah, no, yeah. I, I'm with you. I mean, listen, they're nine centimeters. Like, they're making it sound like nine centimeters. Nine years, centimeters, and I'm not even sure here. that the line yeah. is drawn from the right spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly, Rich. Yeah. Did you still? Did you take the dick joke, or was I about to I still do it? I was gonna say, if nine centimeters is that big, bro, then like, you know, how, how is my girl complaining or something? I was like, what's going on here, bro? Some of us out here are living. Let's go. Oh, now all of a sudden, nine centimeters is a big deal. it's a big deal. Before it was, before it was nothing. Now it's okay. 
You know what? Now that I think about it, nine centimeters is a lot. It's pretty big. Yeah, so, you know, fair enough. Like, so they should have called fair enough to rival fans. <laughs> Listen, at the end of the day, I mean, we've seen we've seen red cards this week. I, the only thing that pisses me off is this apology when, like, they've never done an apology before ever either. They, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird. It's they like, oh, it and what you call Hugo Miguel? Is Hugo Miguel just permanently fired now? Like he'll he better be. Hey, never... listen, if this is the outcome of that, there's I'm no like... love lost for Hugo Miguel, but like it just seems like they kind of threw his ass under the bus. I'll be honest. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but they'll, they're gonna <laughs> throw his ass under the bus for themselves. I don't mind coming out with an apology if it's something they're gonna do all the time. If it's if like, you, like you gotta do, you gotta run it like the NBA. Like the NBA does it all the time, where it's like, hey. Mm-hmm. You know what? We came out like the, this was the call we made. This well, they publish we refereeing it. report cards for every game, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. and they'll sit there and say, you know what? Like <coughs> this is, we got this call, we got this call, but we did miss this call. And all it does is, it, it, like, I don't mind because it holds your refs accountable at the end of the day. Exactly. And if you're gonna do it, if you're gonna do that consistently and say, yes, we did this call and it was right, and you know what? We missed this call and this should have been the call. Blah blah. blah. I respect it because they like, are no, just not doing that consistently. Well, they're not, so, and that's the no. problem is they won't do it consistently. If you're going to do it consistently, I have no issue with it, but they won't. They're going to cherry pick when they do it. That's the exactly. issue. And also, like, if this was like Estudiel Ruka, they would have even made a statement or it wouldn't even brought it up. Yeah. Or even admitted to it. Yeah. Probably. It wouldn't have been in the news. No one would have thought anything of it. That's the problem. Exactly. I'm with you, boys, there. Um, that's pretty much it for this game. I mean, this was the main topic. We can talk about Edwards. Yeah incident i mean edwards and then, yeah. yeah i'll yeah, be honest we got, we got this, some, I, I think it's soft though it's personally so soft. it's so soft yeah. it's so soft i didn't even think of it um yeah I, I think that it's a bad look for the sporting fans that were like really going to the map about that one being a penalty kick they, yeah, it's, it's soft it's soft i mean i've seen it called right and I've, I've seen, seen them. Call, them I've seen them, call I've seen them go back like, on yeah. the var. Sometimes it seems like the var is almost looking to try to do something. It's like, all right, let's yeah. let me see. Let me see what I can find here. What to fuckery can we come up with today? Or like, you know, let me see what contact I can find to make this a pen. Um. So yeah, if you're doing var like that, you could have turned that into a pen yeah. relatively easily. Um, oh, but for yeah, me, yeah. at least, it's just it's just soft. I I I yield to you as well. I agree with that. It's. Same. It's a very. It, it would have been very soft, and I think like harsh to call that a pen. Uh, I I wouldn't I wouldn't have called it personally, so I agree. Yeah, not every little touch of people's feet in the box is a foul, you know. No, like there's there you're playing in the calamity that is football slash soccer. There's your feet are gonna hit each other. Yeah, people point. can brush up against each other sometimes, even in the like, penalty box, and it not be a foul. Like, unless you're trying yeah. to, you know, really keen someone's leg out, like, you know, most times, like, the contact is meant to be as incidental or it's or it's usually harmless. Like, let's calm down, people. Yeah. Mind you, I get the Spartan fans. We needed, to, we needed to protect our team in some way. But if we had just remained patient for one extra day, that Benfica game had, like, five instances where we could just nitpick <laughs> yeah. there and we would have been fine. Yeah. But, they don't. Um, that's the thing. Sporting fans, we don't know how to. Well, I say we. Most of us don't know how to contain ourselves. We just, don't, we just can't. We well, I just mean, it's help. often a race to the bottom. So if yeah, you start yeah. throwing mud, you end up in places like that, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. With oh, with for sure. with and Mayfieldistas. Yeah. I mean, it's not. It's not worth the time, Barry. Right? The, the thing I always laugh at everybody's like, oh, it's it's rigged for this team. Like, man. If it's rigged for everybody, it's rigged for nobody. It's just incompetence <laughs> at the end of the day. Let's let's call it what it is. 
I mean, if it's rigs for Spartan, we are we have to be one of the worst teams. To we're the worst. We don't even know how to cheat. cheat. We're so dumb. You know? That's an indictment of our club. If we're trying to fix games, and this is all we've got to show for it, yeah. we're one of the dumbest run sport teams on the planet. I, I will <laughs> say, I would I would love us to win the league by three points or by one like tied on points, but by like one goal. One goal. goal, goal, <laughs> one goal, goal, goal I mean, difference. here's the thing. Let's let's say we do win the league by three points in, in front of uh, Benfica. It's like. Are we not going to be able to go look back at Bayfica's games and not find like <laughs> seventeen officiating errors that led exactly. to their point total? Yeah, yeah, like there's already three on the other game I can mention. There's two reds not shown and a clear penalty that wasn't given. Yep, that was given last or was even anyways. Anyways, no uh, man of the match, um, goal point giving it to Paulinho. I'll give it to um, Paulinho. You'll give it to Paulinho as well. Paulinho. Fair enough. He had a good game, Chris. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I it, it's, it, I mean, you can't, I can't, I don't think I could justify giving it to Jenny for just 10 minutes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was trying to think of an argument even to give it to Ishigayu, but he wasn't, he wasn't good enough. <laughs> 6.2 oh, from goal point, not the worst. Really. Yeah, an assist. No, he, did, yeah, he, assist, he played yeah. well. He played well. Yeah. The 6.0 for Kawats and 6.1 from Rodita are a little high. generous. Yeah. Just bump that down like three, four points for each guy. I felt five point two for Nuno Sanchez a bit harsh. He did he did all right? Yeah, yeah. All right. I, I wouldn't bump him up any more than like a five, four, five, five though. Yeah, no, I'd give him a six. I would give him a six. Oh, six point one. I would give him more of a six point one. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going with Paulinho for my man of the match too. Right, so it's a, it's a Paulinho hat trick. It's clean sweep. From, uh, nice. the leading score, Liga Bet Click leading score. Actually, he's tied joint leading score with Brozovic. Yes, I'm going to try to get him into my fantasy team this week. But we'll. I've been following him into my fantasy team for next week already. So, <laughs> nah, fuck that. Fuck. <laughs> I need that. the fucking points. I dropped down to third. I'm in a sporting group chat when I dropped down like seven. Actually, no, I'm tied with you, Dan, I think. <laughs> you're running. Well, we'll get into it right after these Twitter questions. Yeah, we got Twitter questions. You're running, you're running away with it right now, bro. I was looking at the score last night. Like yeah, Chris, you're you're gonna just beat the fucking shit out of all of us. What I got, thirty two weeks to go, plenty of time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So first question comes in from uh, Paul Rodriguez at Paul J Rod. Um, he asks, what positions need to be targeted before the transfer window closes? Do you have faith that Verendes, uh and the Sad will buy more players? Let me go one by one. So let me start, uh, Rich. Let me start with you first. Yep. What positions need to be targeted before the transfer window? Uh, at minimum, I think they should go for a right, like a right back, right wing back. I think. Which it's seems like against... they're on it. I, I it's, mean, it seems like they're, they've been sniffing around. Like, uh, oh, who's the guy from Brighton? Lamptey. Uh, but that keeps off. coming. Those died. But though, that yeah. keeps that keeps like heating up for a day and then dying off like two days later. Play for uh, the under twenty ones at Brighton. Off. Zanoli yeah. seems Zanoli. to be. He keep, I thought he was he done, but it, it kind of seems like he's coming back yeah. again. Yeah. Uh, the big one, which has kind of been off and off, but a little bit more on lately, is uh, Prisneda from uh, a lot of lead. He's got a lot of big money suitors. Is the problem there? I would he's say. got. He's that's the thing. They're going to face, I think, a lot more stiff competition for him than they would than they do for Zanoli right now. But um, that's how we won. Vic, that's how we won. Thick Vic. Thicky Vic. That's how we won. Uh, that's how we won. Hulmand was also linked to like Milan yeah. for a bit there. So and they've they had a good they had a good window. I think they've they've shored up the two positions that need to be shored up. Outside of outside of right back and keeper, like I think 
That's we can really dream about there. keeper, but it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna. I, I don't think. It, I don't think keeper happens this this offseason. I think that's a next offseason problem. They're gonna cross the bridge when they come to it. I think I'd be happy if they just get a right back, like a right fullback. I wouldn't oppose a left back either, but I think they might just roll with what they have right now in that position because I think you have more of a bona fide starter in Uno Sanchez there. Uh, so I think I think right back. No offense to his Gallo, who's actually looked decent both in preseason and the first two games, but. I still wouldn't want to roll with him, especially with European football, uh, as my starter. I just I don't think he could last. For sure. For sure. Uh, Chris, do you have faith that Veranda and the Saad will buy more players? If we do know one thing about this administration, they love a deadline day. Uh, yeah, they I always actually, do a deadline day. I actually think that, um, yeah, there's going to be some more movement. Um we may even see – I mean, I, it seems like Jovan is gone. Um, yeah. But there may even be a few more outgoings as well. Asugo linked to a, a loan. So, yeah, I think that there will certainly be some more movement before it's all said and done, both in and out. I think you got at least one more in, and you probably get at minimum – I think – I mean, Jovan's already in Italy. So, we know there's a minimum one more out. You probably get another one out, which, like you said, might be Asugo. So, yeah. I, th- I think that's probably at minimum the business we can expect. There might be one or two more surprises, but I think that's uh, a reasonable expectation is two more as those two outgoing and maybe one incoming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, facts, facts. Um, continue with Jokeres and Pauling up top. I'll quickly answer that. I think we will. I think it, it'll depend on the game. There might be games where Pot and Edwards are up top or Pot and Trincaun with, with Jokeres or Pauling in the middle. I think we're we're. I don't think we're gonna settle on a on an eleven, aside from like, maybe a a go to back three, and mm-hmm. maybe like like a midfield partnership. I feel mm-hmm. like the wing backs are gonna constantly chop and change between Nunu Sons and uh, Reish, for example. Um, and if we get a right back, Ishgayu and that right back, and even Geni. Uh, but yeah, the front three I feel like will constantly change. Um, and then last one, I'll ask all of us. Time for. Hulman to start is Morita Poit midfield being out muscled um, too often. I'll I'll put it this way: um, your go-to two midfielders um, next game. I'll go with Hol- I want to see Holman and, and Braganza. I think they'll complement each other well. Um, I'll work my way up, Chris. Yeah, um, I think that Holman has to start just because of the pedigree and uh, the characteristics. Um, and then I think that that other spot is going to be up for up for competition between uh, Braganza and Murita, mostly. Um, maybe Braganza will spell uh, Humlin sometimes. Um, but, you know, I think coming off of the Murita game that he had, um, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing a Braganza-Hulman midfield in the next game. Chris took the words right out of my mouth, basically. I think Hulman should start. And then... I do think it will be Braganza just because Morita didn't look great. Um, that being said, I could see it being a Hulman midfield for the most part, and then you might see Braganza and Morita kind of swap here and there, and then the odd game where Hulman, Hulman needs a rest, you might see uh, Braganza uh, Morita midfield. And like we said, if they do decide to keep going with uh, Jokeres and Paulinho up, up top, we might even see. Pot shift back in the midfield if they decide yeah. they want to use Edwards and Trincao, right? Which is 
it's not bad. It, it's nice to have this kind of flexibility. We haven't had that flexibility. Yeah, I mean, it feels like Asuga was was buried in the depth chart before we even had depth, but now we have yeah. a little bit of depth, and that man is. Very, yeah, it's nice very to have. Buried. It's nice to have the flexibility. It's nice to have guys who can play more than one position and adapt. So it, it's never a bad thing uh, that we have, you know, three to five, you know, capable midfielders, as well as like three or four like guys who can easily shift to the wing if needed as well. So it's, exactly. it's never it's never a negative. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I actually was just thinking. I think uh, probably for next game, I think Paulinho is going to keep his spot. So I, I think, think Paulinho will keep his spot. Yeah. So maybe Trincao on the other wing, Kilkeres obviously, and then Pot Woolman in the midfield. I would think. I thought that's a, that's an intriguing thought actually. I, I could I could. Uh, I would prefer Pot up top though. I feel like we lose I a lot I'd of prefer pots, like Pot main. Up top. I yeah, honestly could see that for like a, a European game at Paul Tomlin midfield. True. I yeah. know that might be what they're thinking. Actually, not really. I'd see it more like really? like uh like against a little team where we're gonna dominate possession. Because mm. Pot in the midfield, he just he's out there, bro. He's he's just yeah, but Hulin, I feel like in Loki like like I mean I'm not saying it for against like Arsenal, but I mean like yeah. a Astana type or something like that. Yeah, you know? true, true, true. As long Sorry, as for a second, I thought we were in the Champions League. I forgot, I forgot we were in the Europa. No, we're just in the Europa. As long as it's not last Lens, where all it seems to just destroy our whole dreams <laughs> in the Europa League. Um, next question comes in from uh, our boy Nunu Gabriel at Katifa Lens. Do you guys think that will pay for the VAR mistake in that first goal? Um, I don't know, man. I. I don't know. You can't. You can never predict Portuguese football, right? Like, yeah, I, I think we're gonna get missed calls all the time, anyways. I don't think it'll. Every, every game has. Almost, we had one game last year where, like, like one weekend where it's like, wow, there was like no bad calls in any game. Like it was just a really well officiated weekend. You get maybe one or two of those a year. Like one or two of those a season, I I doubt we're we're gonna have one call where we're gonna be pissed off about at some point, like and we're gonna be saying we got ripped off. It happens to every at least one team every week. So it, whether next week is our turn or not, we'll see. But we will have one call where we'll be really pissed off about at some point. It might be soon. It might be never. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'll just go to the last question at uh, Leon 49ers. Faithful RI49, is Gilkeri's the best sporting striker of all time? And why is the answer yes? He's got the best, he's got the best nickname. Of <coughs> so I think I, it's I up think there. It's up there. It's like him. Between, and, between Thicky Vicky and Levzingu. I don't know who's better. Levzingu or the two, once, the two big ones. Ask me heavy, in, the other one seems light. Ask, you know? me in, ask me in like a decade. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like six to ten years, and well, we might have. Uh, we we need some time to collect the data here, my friend. He's got a shot. He's got a shot, though. I guess. He's got a shot to maybe even be better than Slimani. I'll say that. Yeah, you know, similar build. He's already better. He's already better than the the Carlos Salados of the world, but true. <laughs> and like Castanos, Castanos, Hernan Barcos, all those dumbass oh. Andre. All those dumbass strikers that literally scored like one goal in like their entire career. It's boring like yeah. he's already ahead of them. Exactly. Has he caught up with he's not yet caught up with the Postigas of the world, so we gotta give him <laughs> some time. Let me bring up because we were just talking about fantasy. Um yes. our fantasy league. Okay, so we're tied. Um, we're tied, me and you, Dan. We're tied, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I was hyped a bit. I was like, yeah, let's go second place. These guys, right, you saw, I was these guys were at me last week, bro. Chris yeah, is just Chris is just shit stomping the hell out of the rest of us. Yeah. Only fifteen point gap, you know. <laughs> yeah, it is. You're gonna run away. This is like gonna be FPL style. You're just gonna run away with it. I think. I was right. actually so I was actually thinking. Um, I think at least three of us had had Vic as our captain. Yeah. And I was like, if I risk it and change it, I could maybe get more than the others. But maybe it's better to just yeah. like our captain all is the same, and then like the others will make the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's, it's, it would the be strategy like, is going to change. I feel like now, now for everybody, like, it would be like Holland. Like everybody has Holland cap, like captain of Premier League, yeah, like FPL, right? So like it's not. So if you like, risk you it and then he pops else. off, like every like eighty percent of the people get the benefits, and you're one of the few that doesn't. But yeah. you know, yeah, the risk versus reward. Yeah. <laughs> Let's uh let's see who got the most points. Uh, we'll start with Sam's this Sam week. Sam got forty-one. Down the bottom. Where's the? They don't have the images on here or something. Oh, it's Sam. There we go. So we got Sam was pissed about Navarro. I yeah, I got Navarro in my team, and like I'm pissed with him. Right? I switched him every Paulinho. I'm pissed. With Di Maria him. did not want to score. He could have had no. three. Yeah. <laughs> did not. <laughs> I'm surprised Sam has his guy on his team. Got the assist though. That's nice. You got an assist, so you got him some points. He's yeah. oh. got an interesting team, actually. Week. Let me see the bench. Bruno Varela on the bench. That's a that hurts a bit. Actually, I think I had Bruno Varela starting for me. Let's go. If I'm not mistaken, Rubar is. All right. Yeah, you had Bruno Varela starting. Gaspar, Otamendi as well. Abel Cruz, Kikeris, Navarro. Yeah, Navarro really Lots let me down. Got the wrong Horta. Uh, got the Again. wrong Horta. Yeah, yeah. I might have to. I might have to do some uh, finagling uh, to try to get the the. His brother's probably Marta. pricier though. Oh, he's way pricier. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Like, I'll have to do like some finagling. Yeah, you would have to like show. probably switch out Pot, or I don't know how expensive your strikers are. I switched out Novato for Paulinho already. I think I still have two mil, but I'm, it's like what transfer a week. I right? like keeping a little okay. in my budget. If you're like budget is like that's the thing. Zero, I've got like two. I think I got like two million. It in gives my you li- limited flexibility when you want to try to make a change. I feel no, like. I have like two point five in my budget right now, so that's yeah. gonna give me some flexibility okay. for next week's tra- free transfer. You see, I normally do that as well, but. Not this week, not this year. I've been. Uh, no, I, I, I had Wendell start. Oh, Wendell really let you know. Oh, you see, it auto oh, some but, players, but don't play. But you had too many players that didn't play, so yeah. it didn't matter. Uh, I made a mistake on on Alipur. I thought he would be back by now. Yeah, and I had to swap out my two strikers, so I got uh, Leonardo Fuiz, he's Sporting, and I got yeah. um, or no, who who else did I swap then? I swapped somebody else. I can't remember now. But anyways, um, yeah, not a not a great week. Not a bad week. Tony Silva is doing well. I think Rafa is going to be huge for me. I don't know if anybody else has Rafa. Unless it's I thought about getting Rafa. You might be the only one with Rafa. I think you might be the only one with Rafa. Yeah, that's one that I've yeah, think really worked, like, so yeah. that's not bad. I think I'm going to try to get Fujimoto uh, in my team. He's been doing well. Yeah. yeah I'm thinking of a Rafa and Ricardo Horta for my team. That's why I want to keep a bit of budget. Thank like God Tomat Silva was not. <laughs> Thank God you didn't have Tomat. Literally, all of us have Steven Vittoria. I love that. Yeah. He's not getting any burn this year, though. One no, game. I think he played 90 and then he played zero, right? Yeah. yeah. Tough. So we'll wait and see on that one. Yeah. But yeah. Good, good. I think it's like a good safe pick to have. No Braga game this week, so don't start Braga players. 
Heads up. Um, that's good. That's a good. It's uh, good to know. But that's probably going to mean there's going to be a double Braga match week coming yeah, up. So it's going to be like, all right, let's, let me get an extra Braga match. player or two for this week, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the leaderboard right now. Chris has a 16-point lead for me and uh, me and Rich. Yeah. Um, Sam's right there, though. Sam's just three points Sam's, behind yeah, He's us. only three points behind us. So, yeah. All so, for We never set, like, uh, who the what the winner gets for this, by the way. Yeah. Bragging rights. Bragging rights. Pride. <laughs> glory <laughs> the winner gets to pick uh what the next thumbnail will be or something <laughs> <laughs> me and sam already do that anyways <laughs> oh i didn't realize okay, let me i already you. filled in i already filled in for nice. game week three yeah so God, this is no. uh spoilers ahead for next week boys for, for everybody watching at least yeah um, but this week we had um so i got no points uh, I had Gilkettis and Pot scoring. You, I thought you didn't get a point for at least getting uh, getting the fact that the great team won. Oh, mm, true. You should get a point for the, win, for the yeah, team that yeah, wins. Yes, yeah, so you should get one point. Yo, see, I'm getting rigged out here, eh? <laughs> I didn't know. I'm not the one who made the left. I just filled in my shit. Yeah, I just filled in my score. So, yeah, you got. Let me change that up. Let yeah. What the heck? Three points, right? Yeah. Let me put that in uh yeah, where Sam's in third. Cause yeah, what the what the shit? Yeah, Sam. I'm coming for you. Yeah. Yeah, because you still got the right team one, so that's at least right. a point. Me and Chris both got the uh, correct scoreline. Score, we didn't, any yeah. score. we didn't mm-hmm. get the scorers. Yeah. If Yoketa's if Yoketa <laughs> scores for us, we widen the lead on both you guys. And if we one of yeah. us got our second score, we would have flown away with it. I was gonna say, um, Watch us next week all go for like Pauline to score and and he won't score. I've already gone for Pauline. I've gone for three different scores to try to uh, mix it up. So I've gone, uh, I've gone three one. I've gone Paulinho, Joquetas, and uh, Pot. So we've gone a little adventurous with three different scores. So we have three chances to hit and get the extra point. I've been going with Pot all these weeks, so I I think I have to like continue it because eventually he'll score. He's going to hit at some point, and it's going to be mad, but it's going to be a big point. It's going to be the week I don't pick him, I'd say. Yeah, Yeah, that's the leaderboard right now in terms of predictions. Richard and Chris also tied for first. I'm in second with three points, Sam. Coming for you, bro. And Sam's (laughs) in third. Um, let's get into a little more sporting news. Let me just bring we up got a one. few little bits and bobs that broke uh, throughout the week. Let's get into a fun one because we just I seen personally today. I was at the gym when it came out. Oh and, yes, uh, this is a really fun one. Let's the, the Saudi Arabian propaganda with uh, <laughs> with uh, <laughs> with the W going to uh, to Al Nassar and then, what an announcement from awesome, Al Nassar by the way today for Crazy. Yeah, I feel I feel for any Porto fan that had to watch that. That's I, brutal. I'm gonna be I'm real. So I don't sorry. think there's any like mid-aged Portuguese <laughs> guy in Portugal ever saying those Has great ever things. Ever had that conversation Arabia. with this kid? There's no. Yeah, that too. Though. <laughs> like, I but, I uh, feel for if any, you're having that conversation fan. with your kid and you are not on the payroll. Get help, man. Get help. <laughs> Stop it. Get some help. Facts. Yeah, I Facts. feel I feel for any Porto fan that had to watch that today. I'm so sorry you had to deal with that. How do you like, guys actually since enemy we're across here. enemy lines? Like <clears throat> Yeah. Since we're here though, um before Marcus Edwards rumors over there, what do you guys make of uh Mutingu coming back to Portugal? 
It doesn't shock me. It's like installing out, is it's it? Not? Stalled, though. Like, I'm surprised no one's. I'm surprised he's not gone anywhere. Even Braga, I'm surprised hasn't picked him up. No, the the latest rumor is that he's signed for Porto. It was, yeah, it was the negotiations with Braga, and then Porto hijacked it. That was, and the then the Porto negotiations yeah. fell apart apparently because Sergio no, no, no. still got pissed, and he's like, yeah. "You sold Otavio, and you brought me this old guy. I'm gonna quit." So now yeah. it's like delayed, I think. But I think he's already like the what I've last read is that he's already signed. They're just waiting for an opportune time to to announce him. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Like, there's no time like that. When is it going to be opportune? When there's like the not, I guess not the same day that like Saudi probably yeah. end is going down. They probably they probably want to wait like a couple days for like the dust to settle on that. If if it, if it's true that he's already got a deal in place. Yeah. But at the same saying, time, it's like I mean, it's week two, bro. Get him in training. Like, get him going. Like let's what go. Are you waiting for. <laughs> he's already had no preseason at thirty six. Yeah. Yeah, 30, no older. He's like 37, 38. I think I he's thought. 37 in September. So like, yeah, 37. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. Like, um, no, he's no spring chicken. The only other thing that shocks me there is like, okay, you're getting 60 million. Like, you're getting a midfielder for free to replace Otavio, who basically played everywhere. You know what I mean? So yeah, um, and you're getting a guy who can't play a full 90. Yeah, he'll give you a hell of a 60 minutes for sure, yeah. but he can't play a full 90 anymore. You know, he'll he'll bust his ass for yeah, sixty minutes, exactly. but that's and this, it. yeah. Well, I mean, we'll wait to see. We'll wait to see. I mean, I'm not complaining. Yeah. Hey, hey, man, like if Mutin doesn't work out for them, even better, right? Like, yeah, uh, no, no, we'll get into Marcus Edwards on the start. Are we? Uh, are we? Uh, yeah, no, fair, fair. Are we um, buying any of this? Is is Richard? There's do you been think this. This can possibly happen. There's been smoke. That's what's concerning. Mm. Here's the thing. I'm gonna say this to all Sportingistas right now. You know, if he's going, we're probably getting at or exact at or around the release clause of 60 million. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're making bank. Facts. That being said, do I think he would go unless they're offering stupid money when he could go to England? It just doesn't make sense. Now, we've said that for a lot of guys going to play in the lovely kingdom of Saudi Arabia. I'm not paid, but if they want to pay me, uh, they know where to find me. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, you know. I, I don't – there's enough smoke to make me at least question it. I don't think it's a full-blown fire yet. I think until – unless we keep hearing about it like day in, day out, like we do for some other transfers, I just don't see it happening. It just – he's not – Chris said it in the group chat earlier, he's just not a big enough name. Like yeah. for Saudi, he's not a – you look at what's happening with Jota right now? Yeah. Like he's just – he's not a, a house – like a big enough household name – to splash that amount of cash on unless it's something they feel is like a long-term plan like go for it but i don't know i could be dead wrong and he could be moving like tomorrow but i i i don't see him moving i won't complain if he moves because it means we're probably getting a fucking bag um and we have a lot of guys who can play wing so it wouldn't be the end of the world necessarily but you know we would probably grab a guy too they might grab a guy. They might just grab work like, with what yeah. they have. Enough guys who can play wing that they might decide to work with what they have. You still have Paul Trincao. You could shift Nuno Sanz to wing because he was a uh, he was a winger before. You have uh, Katamu, who's a natural winger. Alfonso Moreira as Alfonso well. Alfonso Moreira as well. Like you've got uh, like if but let, it, it's it would stink to lose them because you're losing a big yeah. piece. But you've got enough yeah. options where it, it wouldn't hurt too much. Let me throw this name out there because I feel like it would be a realistic option if he were to leave. Uh, Ricardo Huerta. Ooh, 
I, you know I mean, like, I can see I that like he's, he's an Amurin guy, you know, like, he is an be Amurin guy. we've been linked to him before he was linked, like, heavily to, to Benfica, right? So, all, all last offseason. He Here's the problem with that. Um, you have to deal with the clusterfuck that is, like, the Malaga, Malaga lawsuit. Yep. Yeah. And Malaga's in Div 3, so they're going to clusterfuck the hell out of there. They want the money. Of course, yeah. So, is it is it a headache worth putting up with? Even if you, even if you have no problem with the transfer fee and you're like, yeah, we'll give you 15, 20 million, whatever they ask. Is it worth the headache of trying to deal with Malaga as well? My my uneducated. And doesn't like George Mens himself own like 20% of his past somehow? I remember the past the gra- a graphic of like a pie chart and it was like it was like all past, the guys who all and it was like it was owned by like seven different entities, bro. It was so fun. So it was like a throwback so to the good old days of like the Doyen era and shit like that. I was like, it was a throwback to like how a this even allowed <laughs> any of this. Yeah. Still, yeah. Um yeah, that's the thing. I like like I love Ricardo Horta. I'm 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 a big Ricardo Horta guy. I think he's a guy who should have moved, no offense to Braga, to a bigger club. Even just outside of Portugal, he's a good player, and I think he should have got. He should. Be, he's a guy who, in recent years, should have got more burden with the national team. That being said, I just don't know that I want to put up with Malaga at, more than anything. Like I'm used to dealing with Braga and their shenanigans. It's now you have this other third party who's really going to have a lot more shenanigans. Do you really want to put up with it? My my gut says just, no. Just don't bother. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. Just the name I thought of. I actually totally forgot about it. I love the name. I'm with you on that. It's just it's the extenuating circumstances that make me hesitate. Yeah. No, I I yeah, I actually completely forgot. I love about it. I love the name, brother. Keep drawing. I know it would be a, it'd be a sick move. I I think yeah, but yeah, I'm a big I'm a big fan of his work. Let me bring in another rumor that Fabrizio Romano was gassing us all up the other day, saying that. Uh, you know, the closest uh, for Freshnada or whatever his name is, Freshnad, whatever. Freshnada, <laughs> there we go. Um, okay, that's what I'm calling him. Yeah. No, I like that. Ivan. Uh, yo, we used to have an Ivan at right back too. Ivan Beers, I think. Uh, Ivan, anyways. He was decent. I liked him. But, anyways. Um, yeah, Freshnada, Freshnada. Um, on his big talent, 18 years old, Fala Ludid being linked to everybody. And then some heavy links were to Chelsea, to Arsenal. Like I said, uh, Fabrizio um, Romana said uh, Sporting are favorites at one point. Um, thoughts of thoughts on uh, on this player, and do you guys think um, we're gonna eventually get it? I'm I'm a little worried because it's another young winger. It's like, I mean, we've completely forgotten about a Stivsch, and he's more or less around the same age. I mean, yeah, sure, this guy is older better. actually. There you go. But I mean, we've already completely burnt him out. Um, is this? Are we just gonna get all this hyped up for each guy to be starting weekend? Week it out? gives me. It gives me uh, Zemarza vibes, where there was all this hype around him coming in, and he never was really able to establish himself. That's my. He's gonna come in for worry. a fatter fee though if he does come in. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's Marza yeah, was free, more, right? right? He's got more pressure. Yeah, his contract ended at Barca, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's the thing is we could uh, it could be a Jose Marza two So that's my only hesitancy. I haven't watched... he hasn't been sold yet. Like everyone knew about dra- I'm surprised they've dragged it out this long considering they're down and dip. Is he really gonna play in La Liga two this season? Like, mm, yeah. 
because they sold they sold a couple guys like insta almost instantly once they got relegated. Mm. Yeah. Um, but on a likelihood, what would you rate it out of one to ten, Rich? Uh, six. Six. Yep, six. that's what I was I'll give him like just. Six. I'll yeah. give him just about above fifty because he's been linked for at least a month or so now, like off and on, which makes me think like they're at least trying. Uh, but it's never gotten farther than they're just talking about the player with uh, Valado lead. So that's what that's what makes me, you know, the other forty percent think nothing's going to happen. But it's yeah. nice to know they're trying at least, especially with uh, they don't know what's going on with Zanoli yet. Uh, they're they're trying, but no one really knows what's happening with him either. So, mm-hmm. I think Zanoli's even like further. I I put him at like a three in terms. I of put him at like a three and a half, three. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's like our our number one choice if we were to get one, right? Like, uh, if yeah, if we had our pick, like, ah, uh, yeah, he was the number one pick. I don't know if um if if uh, Fresneda is now the number one pick or not. Yeah. It would seem so. Three right? guys now that we wanted that we wanted as number one. Yeah, I think he's that I would been say Fresneda is the new main target. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair. Matt saying that uh, for the FLDC splitting games with these guys, for sure. I think. I, I mean, I would hope so, but at this point, probably. Yeah. yeah. For an eighteen-year-old, I mean, for an eighteen-year-old, you gotta split him. You can't just throw him to the wolves. I'm I'm sure uh, Bellerin's loan wasn't a cheap one, and uh, he still barely got any burn. So yeah, um, I don't know, man. Uh, it's anyway. an 18 year old too. You can't not you can't just throw every 18 year old to the fucking wolves. They're not new to mensch. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta you gotta understand like players like that don't come around all the time. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta be a little more patient with some of these kids. Exactly. Um, I was looking for. At least a post with maybe all three. This happened just after our last podcast. Um, we had renewals for Gonzalo Nasu with a release yeah, cost of renewals, billion. Yeah. Three renewals. We had three. A pot pot renewal. Did it is, but did Pot's uh, uh, release clause get increased? I don't think it was, right? It didn't specify the release clause was so. increased, which makes me think it's about the same. Yeah, and then even Nunu Suns as well, not increased. But Yeah, his, his I know stay the same. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, all three. Let me just confirm here. All three until 2027, um, which is which is good, especially for Botaninasu. I think Botaninasu were the ones more like the big the way. Yeah, exactly. Um, sense not so much. But what sort of statement do you guys do you guys make of this? I mean, obviously it's a big one, right? Um, this is is this all are all or nothing? Or are we? Is this clearly us pushing for the league because? It's now or never, or what? No, I don't look at it as that. I think it's them just protecting their their asses and protecting their assets, yeah. Uh, and just saying this is the team. Like ideally, these are the guys we want to keep building around or building with. Yeah. And until until we get an offer that is what we value them at, this is our these are our main guys. These are the this is kind of the core of the core of the team. So I don't see it as a do or die for any season. I think I see it more just a a long term just this is what we're building with and if we get the bag we'll take the bag but you got offers to then kind of thing that's how i that's how i see it i don't see it as any do or die thing necessarily fair enough fair enough no i would agree with that too um and yeah last one was uh the potential it seems almost likely now jovan cabral um he's in italy leading, so we know yeah 
Yeah, yeah exactly. Pretty much done unless he fails his medical or something stupid like. Can happen. Well done. We've already had a failed medical in in our in this preseason. Allegedly, so yeah, allegedly failed medical already. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, yeah, I kind of figured like there's no real space for Javon on the team. We're we're loaded with wingers as is. It's going to be tough for him to get any minutes. Might as well loan him out and see if yeah. you know if he if he does well and they trigger the buy clause. Great, like he's he's an academy guy, right? Like yeah, it's pure profit. Yeah, it's pure profit. You're getting all of that. You're not splitting that with anybody, so you take it. Yeah, I mean, I was on this podcast, I feel like, for two, three years saying, like, why aren't we selling him for 15, like, this 10 million? There was a time, there was a time when we could have, and it was Bubble Jovan coming out of the disaster of the first COVID years in 2020, when he just went ballistic at the end of, like, at the end when they came back from COVID, like, in April or whatever, up until, like, July, he went fucking nuts, and that's when they could have sold him for 15, and then they didn't. And now we're here having this discussion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's proof that timing is everything, right? Yeah. I think we were just unlucky also with with Jovan in terms of uh, not selling him. It seems like he was gone to Lazio, for example. But um, but yeah, I mean, I wish him all the best. He's one of those players that uh, you know I have an affinity for. I'll never forget his clutch yeah. moments against Porto in the Tasa de Liga, and yeah. um, he's a baller, man. He just. He's another one that just couldn't stay healthy, and then maybe, yeah, I don't know, maybe he's bad in training or something. He had he had all the he had all the uh, the makings of uh, like a certified hood classic. Yeah, know? he could have been he could have been a streets you know streets are aren't gonna forget player, and he just was never able to put it together. Facts, facts. Um, Chris, I don't know if you have any Mudalidad's news. Um, uh, I mean. They uh most of them haven't started yet, you know. Yeah. Like they typically start the after time. the the footy in like September or October. Um, so there's not much. Um, the Super Tassa Futsal Benfica Sporting is September first. Yes, it's that so later. That's in about a week, week and a half. So yeah, I mean, there's not much to report right now. Ladies had media day the other day, so yeah, yeah they're just uh, they're just a bit behind the, the 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 football. So yeah, not much to report right now. I mean, we've obviously Ladies made some new signings. Trevante left. We've made mm-hmm. some new signings in basketball. Obviously, like don't know how good any of them are until we see them in action. So yeah. yeah, yeah, not 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 too much to report right now on that front. And the ladies, it's it's understandable they're behind because like the World Cup just ended. So I think a lot yeah. of the European leagues are just a little bit more behind. Yeah. Than also, they, they just have like less teams in their league, so there's less games, so you don't need yeah. to start in August, you know? Yeah, they can start later and they can spread out the games a bit yeah. more as they please. Yeah. Like, so right. Healthy, they yeah, made so. made a couple interesting signings. The only reason like, the men have so much fixture congestion is they're trying to fucking milk every dollar out of them, you know? Yeah, <laughs> they're too preoccupied with the guys. That's why. <laughs> they signed a couple interesting. They signed Canadian international Olivia Smith, I believe. Yeah. They've signed yeah. uh, uh, who's the girl they got from Celtics? She looks just like Jacinta. Yeah. Arab of Badabi Badabi. Jacinta. They got they some interesting signs, so it could be an interesting season for them. I wish them luck. I always try to keep up with the ladies' team. So, facts, facts, and um, shit. I had something to say, but I forgot it. All right, let's. Lastly, I won't ask for predictions. We'll get into that um, next week. But let's just have a quick look at the table. I'll go over some other games really quickly. Bovista yeah. in front. So I'm going to talk about Bovista because uh, they're Good like the them. fifth. In my eyes, they're the fifth biggest 
sorry, excuse me. They're the fourth biggest team in Portugal. Sorry if you're watching, Dave. Um, in my eyes, at least, historically. Damn, bro. Dave, Dave yeah. will understand. Dave will understand because, Spend you know, Braga's, Braga's still a baby, bro. Braga's um, got to win, you know, another, uh, win a league title or, you know, a couple more cups to uh, to get to really push that narrative. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, probably not. They'll, I mean, they probably are the fourth biggest, but I'm just a piece of shit. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but Bovista's up there, so I'm, I'm glad to see Historically, Bovista. they're a big club, yeah. You know, Bovista, Guimarães are up there still, so – um, you know, that's the table there. Braga, Befica, right at the end there, 10th, 11th. Right now in relegation, Forense, Portimonense, Chaves, Estrela also. Portimonense, absolutely horrible, man. Yeah, uh, they, I they they to get sent down this year. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, like I said, in the beginning, Who's your, who's your relegation candidates, actually? Because I'm, I'm going, I'm sticking with Portimonense. It's tough to... To, yeah. to not have them as an early favorite. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I wanted Estrela to stay up. and They're going to be fine. They showed a I bit. Think. They showed a bit Estrela about them. Yeah. They've been really unlucky in their first two games. I'll yeah. Be yeah, tough games too. Guimarães and then Befica. And they, got like a, Bosch, they got a bullshit like ride in the first and like yeah. Santa Clara last year who were just dog shit for all the season. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. they've... Estrella at least has shown some fucking signs of hope and fight in their game. I think Rio Ave is a sleeper as well. Rio Ave's always a sleeper. I'm, I'm just, I haven't been impressed. <laughs> They're like, always a sleeper. Vizela, I've been more impressed with that. Moridense, I've been more impressed with that. Estrella, I've been more impressed with that. Like, they didn't get results because they had harder games, but, like, I, I don't know. Shavs yeah. are decent this weekend. I think Fernandes moves up. I think Portimonense and maybe Shavs. Oh, yeah, Shavs did play decent this weekend. Yeah. They played think, decent against Braga and then they got a red, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll see. It's we'll tough. See. It's, it's tough. It's, a, it's still early in the season, a lot could change, but uh, like we said last week, it's going to take us about a month or so to really get an idea of where everybody kind of stands in uh, the grand scheme of things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We have two I tough mean, games, though, coming out. Our next two games are tough, I would say. Family Cow and then Braga. Family Cow's been a boogeyman. I do think we get the better of Family Cow this time. Yeah. Braga, we always seem to play they always play us top but we're we're in Braga for that game too correct yes oh so five nothing five nothing we usually well we when we play them away is usually when we nick points when we play them at home is when we drop points yeah so I think going to uh going to the quarry I think they'll probably steal the points there at least split points uh so I'm hopeful on that game on Saturday Gil Vicente take on Benfica uh up north so Benfica away from home Potential no to slouch, uh, you'll be sad. Yeah, yeah no, they're, they're good. No slouch. They're, good, they're good. They lost this week to um, who did they lose to? They lost this week. I know that. Uh, <laughs> to Gimenez was, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes, they did lose to Gimenez. And they put up a good fight. They put up a really good fight. Yes. Um, I mean, what, like I said, we're talking about Bovista. So Sunday, Bovista takes on Casapia at home. Oh, oh that's, anger, that's gonna be it. That's, that's a good, that's an game. interesting <laughs> one. Guimarães take on Vizela. That's a decent game. And then it's Sporting Familicão. And then on Monday, Rio Ave Porto. Um, Porto will win that. Yeah, I think so. I'd, be, I'd be very it's never much trouble there. That. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, boys, that's pretty much it, unless you guys can think of anything else. No, it's a, it's a slow. It's still early in the season. We haven't got any European football. We haven't yeah. got any of the domestic cup tournaments like the Tossley or Tossa Portugal. So. Until we get some of those rolling, it's going to be kind of some shorter. And until Mobile Dodge get rolling, it's going to be a bit shorter, I, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 
So, um, but I mean, nonetheless, uh, let's uh, let me put up Chris's at right there. Of course, don't forget to give me a follow here. Remember, That's lads, on Thursday, let's go Ludogrets, Razgrad. Yeah. What's this about Rangers? Well, why are we rooting for Rangers? Because, because we, we don't want them to fall to the Europa League. Because, because if they'll they be, do, they'll, they'll, be, they'll, they'll, they'll be higher than us. We want them to win the They won then. They the won today, right? They tied 2-2. They were winning twice. Oh, inside oh Rangers, you bastards. Tough. All to play for in the second leg. But, yeah, they yeah. it was the home game. It was in Scotland. No, who were they, they playing? Play? Oh, PSV Eindhoven. Oh, yeah, we definitely want Rangers. <laughs> That's tough. Yeah, yeah, because the tough. ideal is you get pot one and you avoid at least a couple killers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, of course, don't forget to give Sa- uh, Sam, give Rich a follow oh, there. <laughs> oh, it is. it's been a day. I know we won't wear glasses, but come on. A.T. <laughs> Avalad, uh, or A.T. Avalad everywhere. Um, don't forget us to don't forget to give us a follow, everybody, and um, and yeah, we'll see you next week, boys and and girls. Uh-oh.